It's easy to love the Gospel of John. And this is why I love this Gospel so much, because of how John describes these life-changing encounters with Jesus. This healing of the blind man is a story of two miracles. First, there is the healing of his physical blindness. But this miracle does not save this man. And this is true for any of the physical healing miracles of Jesus. Even the one where he raises people from the dead. This does not save that person. Because Jesus is always trying to do the greater miracle, which is leading the person to faith. And so the second miracle happens when the eyes of this man's heart is opened to faith and he comes to know Jesus. Do you believe in the Son of Man? Who is he, sir, that I might believe in him? And Jesus said, It is he who is speaking to you. I am he. And this is the moment of faith where he touches the very person of Jesus in the full mystery of his humanity and his divinity because it says that he fell down and worshipped. This is the only time in the Gospels before the resurrection where it says that a person worshipped Jesus. He touches the mystery of Jesus as the Savior of the world. And this coming to faith described in our first reading is like coming from darkness into the light. A light that often has the effect of exposing our need for salvation a light that reveals our sins. Because God does not judge as human beings often do, where we see the surface, the outward appearance. But God knows the heart. And he knows each heart's need for redemption. When a person comes to faith to know Jesus, one of the first knowledges is that we come to know that Jesus is the face of God's mercy. That there is now a place where my sins can now be redeemed and forgiven. This is what was so beautiful last weekend when we read together the story of the Samaritan woman. 
She had five husbands throughout her life, and she was living with another man when she encountered Jesus at that well. And she would come at the, the, the middle of the day to avoid the scorn and the ridicule and the judgments of the people in her village. And she was trying to forget her past, hiding her past. But there was something in that encounter with Jesus, something in his face, in his bearing, where she saw the mercy of God radiating from the face of Jesus. And perhaps the first time in many years where she experienced herself as being loved. When we know that we are loved, we can confess and admit anything in our life no matter how terrible we might think that is, if we know that we are loved, we can come out of hiding and we can confess our sins and admit our past. It's interesting that there is such a deep tendency in the human heart that goes all the way back to Adam and Eve we're like them, when we fall into sin, we want to hide, like they hid behind the bush. When God called out to them, a God of mercy, they hid from God. And every one of us has experienced this tendency to want to hide behind rationalizations and justifications to hide behind shame and fear. But when we encounter Jesus like this woman and we experience ourselves being loved, we can now face our past and whatever that might hold. I remember when this happened to me, when I first encountered Jesus and began to turn my life over to him, I knew three things immediately. The first thing I knew was that God was real. <laughs> Before then, I had many doubts about God. But when I encountered Jesus, I knew that God was real. And I knew immediately at the same time that this God, this Savior, loved me immensely. And it was this experience of being loved that I could now face my own personal history of sin, that I was hiding and suppressing and trying to ignore for so many years. Now I could allow my heart to be flooded with that light of God's mercy and to let that darkness be cast out and to know what it was like to be totally forgiven of every single sin. I would not exchange the peace and the joy 
of that mercy for anything that the world could offer me. And of course, we all know that the challenge is then continuing to walk as children of light, to stay in the light and not to let the darkness come back. This is the gift of being a disciple of Jesus. Because now we never have to be afraid of anything that we might find in our hearts that is contrary to love and to God's will. It's beautiful how Jesus treated his disciples, how little by little he would shine his light on areas of imperfection, of sinfulness and weakness in their becoming more and more like Jesus. One day they were journeying someplace and they reached the destination and Jesus said, what were you talking about on the way? And they fell silent. They fell silent. Why? Because on the way they were arguing who was the greatest. And Jesus knew this. And he wanted to expose their pride to the light so that they could be forgiven and come to humility. And I've experienced this so many times in my life where God, I'm following Jesus two years, four years, eight years, ten years, and Jesus, without my knowing it, is preparing me to see something that I forgot, maybe a sin of my past that I had totally forgotten, or maybe an area of imperfection where he wants me to grow, and he prepares me to be able to look at that without fear. And then his mercy begins to work even deeper as that powerful grace of redemption turns everything in us to light. This is what God wants. He wants every part of us to be brought into the light, exposed in order to be loved, forgiven, redeemed, and set free. This is the genius of confession. The sacrament of reconciliation, we have our confessional right over here behind that pillar. That is a sacrament of light where we are called to bring everything out in the open and to allow God to bathe it in light through his mercy. And the reason for that is given by St. John Paul II in a document he wrote on this sacrament, he says, there is a basic, deep human need to open our soul to another, to share our experiences of anger, sadness, guilt, and despair. Otherwise, they fester into serious diseases of the spirit we need 
to unburden our guilt. We all know this. I have felt it many times. And Satan knows that when we hide our sins, they continue to have a power over our lives when we keep them hidden and secret. But when we bring them into the light, the beautiful thing that happens is that these sins start to lose their power over our hearts and we begin to experience freedom. This is the genius of confession. When God instituted that sacrament, it reveals how much he knows us and wants to meet us in this deep human need. We're going to have a chance to live this gospel in a very special way this week when we have our communal penance service on Thursday night at 6.30. And the children of our faith formation programs will be able to experience this Wednesday night with their parents. My dear friends, what a gift it is to be a disciple of Jesus, which means that you and I have a place to bring our sins where we will not be condemned, we will not be shunned or cast out, where we will be loved because Jesus is the face of God's mercy. Amen?